Hello and good day everyone, it's Kevin Finkel here with yet another episode of Magic the Final Frontier. On this podcast we talk all about the MTG Frontier format, keeping our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Frontier. I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Schwenk, the uh, Japan hobbyist out of Yokohama, Japan. Are you going with that uh, moniker? I know you've got another nickname now, with you've got an additional uh, podcast Yeah, going. my other pod. I mean, I'm still the Japan hobbyist, but yeah. I also run the Code of the Cardboard Samurai, uh, another podcast all about uh, Magic the Gathering in Japan as well. So you might know me from there, but probably not. Interesting. So I am ready to jump into a nice episode. Something we've been kind of long overdue for you guys is really getting deep into the competitive side of it. So format's not very big. Hopefully, uh, if you guys are listening, it's probably because you're one of our regular listeners. And if you're interested in think- hearing what we think is going on in the format, this is your chance. Uh, we'll go a little bit into what's going on in the competitive side, both online as well as in Japan. Look at some decks that we think are probably up and coming or need some changes, as well as what is going on with some of the big decks of the format and what they might need to change. So we're going to start it off right away with uh, what's kind of been going on since, you know, really War of the Spark. We haven't talked much about a, a broader meta episode. Yeah, I mean, I have to be truthful. I haven't really had the time to play at all during this season. I've been brewing a little bit, but I have no idea what's going on. So if you can kind of <laughs> fill us in on... You, you've been playing the current UOL league, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been playing online. I've been keeping up with what's been going on there, as well as what's been I've been seeing in Japan. I know you've been missing a couple of events in Hallelujah, but uh, you got something coming up, though, I think? Yeah, there's a... I want to say it's the 13th annual, or not 13th annual, but the 13th God of Frontier tournament is this weekend on Saturday, and I do plan on going. I haven't played Frontier this whole season, but I want to go. All right, I'm excited to see how that goes for you, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about what you might want to play for that. So why don't we talk a little bit about what was going on, kind of heading into War of the Spark. We had seen a bit of a shift in the meta, so you know we had been talking for a long time, I think Atarka being one of the best decks, or the best deck, almost hands down. And it got some big hate in a couple of other decks, and the uh, you know the tier one decks that were good against it ended up being pretty strong. So we were seeing a lot of dredge, and I think that's going to continue to be true, uh, both online and in Japan, mm-hmm. as dredge is one of the most popular decks. Um, red obviously still being one of the more popular decks, but it, it didn't have a great dredge matchup, so that's always interesting. And then before War of the Spark, we were really seeing control preying on those uh, red decks. Um, at least what I was seeing online, a lot of the control decks, you know, going into things like Absorb, you know, now that we have white, a lot of those cards, um, even like Revitalize main deck, a lot of removal, it makes it really good against those Atarka red decks, um, like a really, really strong matchup, like 60 to 70% win rate. Yeah, I think <clears throat> Absorb and also Thought Erasure helped a lot, not not only against red decks, but just it really helped out the Esper control um, archetype during last season yeah so that deck really sprung up and then if that's one of the main decks and it's good against atarka and dredge is one of the best decks and it's good against atarka you know atarka definitely has to adapt so that's a little bit of what i want to talk about going into where we are now is what do you think red aggro decks should be doing so you know we look a little bit about what's going on in hallelujah decks they seem to be going maybe a little bit smaller you know we see a lot more um I never see Bomat Courier online, but I see it played a lot in Japan. I'm not sure what that reason mm-hmm. it is. Uh, but yeah, even I, moving I, like, away from things like Copter, which are just a, a, maybe a turn slower than some of the one drops. Yeah, like I mean, just looking at some of the 
the recent uh, decks that finished in the top eight of the Hallelujah God mm-hmm. of Frontier Trials, like you said, they're super low to the ground. They're like all one drops and a lot more burn now, actually, as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a comparable amount of burn, but I think it's cheaper burn, going with usually like at least four copies of Wild Slash moving into Shock. Um, getting things mm-hmm. like Wizard Lightning is good mm-hmm. against as more burn early, and it's also good against other of these aggro decks because it's more interaction, and, and that really what happens when you have the the mono red or the Atarka red mirrors is whoever can kill the, cr- the opponent's creatures more easily is going to win. So yeah. having Wizard's Lightning while the opponent only has Shock and Lightning Strike is going to be a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've also seen, I, th- I think I should mention online, we saw a group of players going for another direction. You know, They were splashing black, which I've seen a little bit in Japan, but they were going for more of some of the new stuff, the uh, the butcher, the, the uh-huh. one one that grows, basically the, uh, the grim, what is it, grim monolith? No, grim uh, firewalker. What was it? My, my old From- favorite. Uh, what, what, is the, uh, what is it, grim firewalker? What is the old one what? that was, uh, or slith firewalker, that's the one I'm thinking of. This is like well, the upgrade version of that. So that's what that's what this uh, Dreadhorde Butcher is kind of based on. Is red red for a one one haste, and when it deals damage to a player, mm-hmm. you get a plus one plus one counter. And now there's a that, but it also has a death trigger, and it triggers yeah. on Bladeswalker. So it's a really cool card. And the red black also gives you access to uh, a couple other cards like the uh, Scrapheap Scrounger, so you get a little bit more reach, I think, mm-hmm. with that type of deck as well. So Yeah, so I think that kind of build of it is really looking to beat on control decks. It's looking to beat on combo decks. Um, I don't know if that's where you'd want to go in Japan when you're looking at it this weekend. You know, if you're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of other mono red, you want higher interaction. You don't want stuff like Scrapheap Scrounger, which can't block. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not feeling mono red. I've never really felt mono red. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not really mono red. You're not really a control player either. Um, and, and I definitely yeah. do want to talk about control because, you know, if, if the uh, Tarka red decks are gonna try and beat out in control, you know, that makes it more awkward. I also think that the versions that were made just to beat a Tarka, as well as maybe being able to beat the combo decks, are really weak to something like a mid range deck. And mm-hmm. maybe that's starting to come back. I think before war we didn't see much of the mid range deck. You know, you weren't seeing a lot of tireless tracker, you weren't seeing a lot of scrap heap scrounger. And those are the cards that something like a, an absorb just isn't quite good enough. Or uh, you know, killing a creature with a fatal push isn't quite good enough if it's gonna come back or make clues on the way. Mm-hmm. So before we get into like deck choices for me mm-hmm. for this weekend's God of Frontier, can you kind of just give me an update on what's been happening with the Untap Open League? Like what what's the metagame? You said you know before going into it, Esper was popular. Is Esper still popular? Is there a better control build now or or what? I think Esper at the you know we we kind of lock in when we were playing online with the UOL is that people will put in their decks and then it's a few it's several weeks that they'll be stuck with that so they didn't get too deep on the format i think as far as control decks esper is the more popular uh but i do want to talk about something else that's going to be eating into its popularity one is grixis midrange is kind of a new Mm. deck a new format that's here i don't know if it's here to stay i think it's powerful it hasn't been putting up the best results from what i've seen um the other thing that i think is up and coming are the small to fairy decks so people you know, everyone's realized in Standard, even in Modern, how good the three-mana Teferi is. And that kind of card is really tough on the that kind of control deck. So if you're really counting on Absorb, you're counting on Torrential Gearhulk to flash things back, you can't do any of that if your opponent has the small Teferi in play. So mm-hmm. it will really 
be a trouble for those kind of control decks. I think that they might need a change. They might need a little bit more proactivity. They might need some other ways to you know interact early or to get rid of those Teferis. Maybe some creatures, something like the uh, the new, or not new, the uh, reprinted Augur of Bola, something like that. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know what that looks like yet, but I think that we're going to see a change or a loss in control. So going to the season, mm-hmm. Grixis looked like the most popular, but you're saying because of the small Teferi, maybe we're going to see a shift back to Esper? So uh, those aren't the same deck is, is what I'm saying. I think if you're yeah. going full control, you know, you're going for a gear hole dig through time deck, it's still going to be mm-hmm. Esper. I think that the um the Grixis deck is almost more like a mid-range deck, you know, it's it's very heavy on removal, a little bit less heavy on answers, usually hand doesn't dis- have counter hand spells. disruption as well, right? Yeah, it has more hand disruption than counter spells. You know, it's it's counting on things like Bolas to be its win con. Mhm. Okay, so, so yeah, it's more of like tap out control or a uh or a mid-range deck, I think, most of the time. So what else has been showing up a lot? I mean, I, I took a, a brief look at, like, this season's uh, uh, decks that people uh, so registered. definitely some Marvel coming back. I, I'm glad to see that. I think that of the combo decks that are out there, it's a powerful one and hasn't really gotten much lately, but it, it kind of depends on when the meta is giving enough hate for it. Uh, so I, I want to talk a little bit about combo, because I think the other one that didn't show up as much online but I think is going to and is already starting to show up in Japan is Sahili decks again. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, yeah. that's one of those things that you've got to ferry and that's a big boost for a big boon for that kind of deck. Uh, it's actually something that we're seeing now in modern people playing to ferry with the Sahili combo in that deck. So you can't put anything. I mean, you can't cast anything. You set down the Teferi and yeah, they can't you've got respond the in play, to you. They don't kill it. Then you can, you know, safely combo, combo no matter what. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually a really good point. So I'm I'm kind of scared about that. I wonder if I need to worry about that this weekend. I think it would be something to keep in mind. I think there's also a lot of good interaction. So playing the Teferi on three and then minusing. You know, if they if they only played one thing on their turn two or turn three, you mm-hmm. bounce out of their hand and then you get to replay that with a Felidar Guardian next turn. That's mm-hmm. always really good. Like that's a very good feeling. Um, I in Japan at uh, Hallelujah, looking at the recent results, I also saw that like Nexus decks are yes, really popular. Yes, I very much wanted to talk about this Nexus deck. You were talking of about this before, reason. I think, right? Yeah, you know, I've been pushing it, and I've kind of been saying is that the Nexus deck is maybe a little bit worse than the um, than the Just Guy Ascendancy combo deck. Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen Just Guy Ascendancy combo deck played once in Japan, so. Now that Nexus is showing up, I think that the two metagames are going to start to look more similar because both of them are hated on by very similar things. So I think mm-hmm. Nexus online has been kept down because people are playing Ascendancy. Mm-hmm. I think if people weren't playing Ascendancy, we'd see Nexus, and it would be very strong. Um, and more importantly, if people weren't bringing hate intended for Ascendancy, then we see Nexus. So something like Narset, something like Teferi, again, mm-hmm. both of those cards are very strong into both Nexus and into Ascendancy. So, and you see things like enchantment removal for Ascendancy that hits the Nexus deck. Um, so I would take a look at maybe what's being played online, and if you're worried about Nexus, it's a good way to go. And I think that, you know, people who are standard players, they might be bringing their Nexus deck without too many changes into the uh, into Frontier. Now, does the new Teferi kind of shut down that deck as well, though? I think it does. It's not a permanent answer, you know. I think many versions of the Nexus deck can play some number of creatures. They can play some number of bounce spells, um, ways to answer the Teferi, but it, it is a lot of trouble. 
Um, so maybe should we talk a little bit about like what kind of cards have been showing up a lot, like new cards. Mm. Like you know, we talked about what it, the meta was like going into this, uh, going into war, but we haven't really talked about what cards we've seen a lot of. I and mean, just looking at this Nexus deck, for example, Tamio. Yes, Tamio is such an awesome splash. card. <laughs> Um, and yeah, she was really the reason why the Nexus deck in Standard, I think, got so much better. Although mm. she got hated out in Standard, the same reason that I'm afraid of in Frontier, which is, I'd say the two most popular cards from War were the Teferi and the Narset. Like, could we see her in any other type of deck in the future, I wonder? Maybe like uh, Sultai Delirium? Or... I wouldn't mind seeing her in a Sultai Delirium. I think there's potential for some number of copies of her in a more Planeswalker-heavy um Sahili deck, you know, in a four color mm-hmm. Sahili deck, I could see it alongside Oath, you know, bringing back something like Sahili. Again, that would be a uh, probably a Tampmio and Sahili and Narset Teferi, kind of mm-hmm. those planeswalker heavy decks. I think those all kind of go nicely hand in hand. So um, what I other like... cards? So you've been, you yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I was just going to say continue. the thing I like most about Tamio in these Nexus decks is that they've run a lot of four ofs, so there's a lot of easy hits. Um, when I've played Tamio in something that has like a lot more one ofs, two of, three ofs, it's awkward because there's not usually any safe names. Like you're not very likely to hit as many of your cards. Hmm. So yeah, I was, I was gonna say uh, you've been playing. What what round are you on now for the Untap Open? Like, is it round five? Uh, I believe that's. It's either five or just went into six there. So it's I was playing Dredge. Over. Yeah. Hmm. Dredge how, how is still is really it? good. Is it Dredge still really is still really, really good. Yeah, so that, what, that's, what's your I'd record say, so far? Um, I think I'm like three and two, so not great. I mm-hmm. had a uh, I had a couple of really bad luck there early on. So after playing five rounds, uh, mm-hmm. have you seen any other cards from War show up? Like in the metagame, the decks you've played against? Hmm, let me think what else I've been seeing. So I've been seeing some other things tested. You know, I've seen some decks with Gideon Blackblade. I've been seeing... Uh, I don't know if I love Fartisan, the Chandra Fire Artisan, but I think she's mm-hmm. okay. Uh, th- those are cards that I've seen show up. So a lot of the Planeswalkers end up being, you know, fairly strong. Other than uh. that, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that made a splash. I think some of the cards we thought that would be really good, you know, like Dreadhorde Invasion, didn't make quite the splash we were hoping for. I mean, it seems like really interesting. I, I think Dreadhorde Invasion definitely does have a place somewhere in the meta. I am just thinking it needs more more testing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at a Hardened Scales deck that made top eight uh, for a God of Frontier trial, and it's playing the Dreadhorde Invasion in the sideboard. I believe one of the weak points of the uh, uh, Hardened Scales deck is just that you know you kind of lose that gas and you, you mm-hmm. can't keep you know fighting whereas you, if you're playing this in a scales ver- a scales deck you play this on turn 2 with the scales on turn 1 and then you get what a 3/3 three, three on turn 3 and then if it it'll dies two, just keep on still. getting yeah it'll be a two, yeah two. i think that's the best way you can go with it um and it, it is very powerful when you get that draw but i think that kind of exacerbates the so problem. yeah like, that's what i've seen is, that show up if you um, do the right half that of deck, same it's so good but I was going to say, in that, in that same deck, uh, Hwatli's Raptor, like the, some of the proliferation cards have started to show up. I think that's pretty cool. I think uh, I think that Jermoka's Command is actually going to make a comeback in mm. the, the next season or two because of the uh, proliferation effects. That would be nice. 
again, it's tough. I think that scales is still in an awkward place, and I don't think that any of these cards fully fix the problem that it has. Mm-hmm. So that's not one that I'm really looking out for as being a uh, up-and-coming deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Abzan has some potential to return. I think that's something that we hadn't seen for a little bit. And that there's uh, maybe not even some great new cards, but some decent new cards and just some strong metagame positioning for them right now. I also think that Bant Humans right now is extremely strong. So would you change anything? So let's let's talk about that a little bit. Like I was thinking of possibly playing Amazon Midrange during the mm-hmm. uh, God of Frontier trial. How would you build it? Like what, what version would you play? So I've tried a few versions. I don't think I like dorks in the deck right now. I think that we want mm-hmm. a little bit more gas in the deck than that. Um, I've actually been really enjoying a version with uh, Hero Precinct 1. Mm. Uh, I think that's one direction you can go with it. Uh, I think that if you go the explore route, that's another respectable way to go with it. You know, that has some late game power. It's got some big creatures and it's got some life gain early. So you said this is Bant Humans? Oh, this, this, you were talking about uh, Abzan. Or Abzan. Were you not? Oh, sorry. You broke up there. I couldn't hear you. Oh, sure. Sorry. You, You were talking about Abzan is what I was talking about there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Hero Precinct 1 and Abs. I could see that. Mm-hmm. And I was saying like, otherwise, uh, the Explore choices. package is another safe way to go with that. Mm-hmm. I've seen Explore show up a lot, actually. A lot of people seem to be playing that in yeah, uh, Frontier I've mixed, now. I've had mixed results with it. I think that it's strong. It's just barely strong enough. It's kind of like how um, you know some people early on in the format, or not even that early on in the format, were playing a lot of Energy in Frontier because it was good mm-hmm. and standard. It's nice and grindy but it never quite went over the top with power like some things in Frontier can do. And I feel like Explore is kind of in the same place. You know, nothing really supercharges it in Frontier that it didn't have in the standard. It's just kind of just a solid build. Um, like, I was actually brewing, and uh, one of the decks I was thinking about was like a Bat Proliferation deck. Hmm, interesting. You, you know, if you get your Jade Light Rangers, and you get your, your Branch Walkers, and you have your, um, what is it, the Hydroid Crisis? Okay. So, Hydroid uh, Crisis has been tough in Frontier. You know, in, in standard, Hydroid really Crisis good. was always just slow enough, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Like, you could usually get it down and stabilize. Whenever I've seen it in Frontier, it's kind of been always a turn too late. Like, you can gain three and still die through it, or kind of things like that. So you said Bant, Abzan, what was the other one? You said uh, yeah, I said, might be I, said uh, I said Bant Humans is something that... I, I've been playing that online, and it's actually... I think it's very powerful right now. I don't have a lot of bad matchups for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it got the new Gideon, which I think put a, filled a lot of the holes in the deck had, as well as um, Law Rune Enforcer is a new card. Uh, it is a war card that I think is strong enough for that deck. Is that the uh, one two that taps down a... Yeah, two. so the deck really lived or died by whether or not you had a turn one play. And Thraben Inspector was great, but there wasn't really another good option for the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, some versions played Kithian, and he was just awkward. You know, there's a lot of stuff he can't attack into, mm-hmm. you know, any of the one twos of the format or one ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he was awkward, and I think that Law Reinforcer is really good for that, and also counts as some interaction later game. Mm hmm. Uh, so yeah, was I think we didn't you say there's one more? So we said Abzan, Bant. What what other decks do you think uh, have like improved with War? 
Mm, I mean, like I said, anything that's running the new Saheeli, the new Narset. So uh, a lot of get- decks got touched. I think that Grixis is one of those that's totally new because of war. And why, why, why did you choose the uh, Dredge this season? Is it, you know, I, I before we said it was like really inconsistent. Oh, I don't think it's been inconsistent for quite a while. I, I think that that's part of why I wanted to play it on this uh, UOL, is that not a lot of people on UOL were playing it, and mm-hmm. the deck is just fantastic. Um, it, it's still probably the best deck in the format. I think that there is hate for it. I think that a lot of decks got... Um, they got Ashok, which is good hate from the sideboard against mm-hmm. it. So if people are playing Ashok, it's, it's, it's good, basically. Yeah, but you know, Dredge also gets to play Ashok, so it's good in the mirror, it's good against uh, some of the more controly decks, and mm-hmm. you can mill yourself for four and then exile their graveyard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. We were talking a little bit about the the Bent Humans deck, and uh, one of my second choices for this upcoming event was like a, a proliferation hardened scales type deck how do you feel about hardened scales in this current field like mm. we talked a little bit about you know adding the Huatli's raptor and you know the uh, dread horde invasion to kind of give it a little bit more oomph a little bit more more reach like do you think it's a good yeah, I mean, choice i think i was saying I, personally i don't love it I, I don't think that it's specifically bad or strong against specific matchups right now mm-hmm. i just think the deck is still very inconsistent you know it lives or dies on whether or not it gets to curve out with hardened scales or not okay so my other choice my last choice actually for this weekend is uh mardu aristocrats hmm. uh, so let me tell you just how it works real quick so basically we, we were talking about this when we went over our war review i think it was our war reviews either our war review or one of the uh the other reviews recently and we talked about how cruel celebrant basically gives us uh zulaport cutthroat five six seven and eight Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of surprised that nobody has tried using it yet it seems like you know like you said dreadhorde butcher is another really good card that's been showing up in red aggro decks it fits really well uh in here um you have like for me, I, if I'm playing this deck, I think I'd want something like Selfless Spirit, which mm. helps to protect my guys as well as uh, create a sacrifice effect. You know, to uh, a- you know activate those Zulaport Cutthroat slash uh, Cruel Celebrant uh, triggers. I don't mind that. Yeah, um, I-, I think that there's a lot of strong things there, and I do think that you know when I think Aristocrats, I usually think Rally, but I think that some kind of Aristocrats deck should be seeing more play than it is. Uh, you know. Eight blood artist effects is a really, really amount of good amount of consistency. So I guess the question is like, should I be playing this? Should I be playing rally? Is rally any good? You know, in this current meta game, or is kind of like a more aggressive, you know, aristocrats type type strategy with a backup of rally the ancestors or something in the sideboard? Is that better? Like, how do you feel? Mm, it's tough. I haven't been able to work it out for sure myself. I don't have a definite answer for you because i haven't found the best rally deck right now you know the, the version i had last season was good it was splashing red for things like judith i don't think that's necessary when you have combat celebrant but I, I still don't know exactly what the deck looks like i think that well 
maybe you can give me a little bit of insight on what people are playing in their sideboards. Like, what kind of cards should you be playing in your sideboard, you know, in this current meta? All right, well, if you're any blue or black deck, you can be playing uh, Ashiok, so that's nice. <laughs> um, you know, some kind of negate, some kind of... I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. some kind of enchantment removal. Uh, I do think that if you're a deck that's weak to Planeswalkers, that there's some good answers there. You know, again, negate some kind of discard spell. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it, it's tough. We've done the whole sideboard episodes because it depends on what colors you're in. Um, but I would keep an eye out for something like that Turbo Nexus deck, or maybe someone will be playing Ascendancy. I, I wish you would at some point. <laughs> yeah, one of these days. When, when, when I can maybe get in maybe like another trial or something i don't know if i want to play it at such a big event though i think aggro is still the way to go for the That's bigger fair events enough. yeah what, what do you think about campbell the console of allocation and whenever somebody casts the um how can i say whenever someone casts a, uh, a non-creature, non-creature spell. spell it's a card i like two. i think it's a good card to fit into sideboards uh, it didn't see a lot of play i think only because black white decks weren't that common mm-hmm. uh, black white decks that play creatures at least so I'm not counting the Esper decks. Uh, when you can find a spot for it, I think it's good. You know, it's been always at least decent against Atarka. It's always been always at least decent against Control. And I think mm-hmm. that some of the more combo decks it'll certainly be good against. For example, like the Bat Nexus deck, would it be good enough? Or? Sure, yeah. I would run it if you've got it. Uh, I would still hope for some kind of, you know, counter, some kind of removal of enchantment. Uh, you know, when, once you tap out once, you could tap out for him and just lose the game before you get a turn back. And how do you feel about how do you, how do you feel about uh, Kulagan's command? In, I think uh, it's still fine. Metagame? You know, it's still great against the Atarka decks, even if they're playing less Smuggler's Copter. I think it's still safe. You know, even if you can make them discard a card and kill a creature, they really need all of that card density. So that that's usually strong enough. Okay, so last question I have for you for today. Going into this weekend, if you were me, mm-hmm. and you know you were going to this event, it's probably gonna be like 40, 50 people. That's about the the size that they get to these days, and uh, you know you're looking at the online, you know the untap open uh, meta game as well as what's shown up in Halia recently. Mm-hmm. What would you expect to see a lot of, and how? What kind of deck would you use to combat combat that meta? You know, I would still expect to see a lot of mono red and red aggro decks. I would combat that by going either. You know, it's tough to say. Normally I would say Dredge because Dredge is good against Tatarka. Maybe wouldn't go that because I think people in Japan know about Dredge. They bring mm-hmm. All of them are bringing their sideboard hate for it. Um, so maybe I could see going Esper Control with uh, people not playing the hate yet. If mm-hmm. we do start to see those Saheeli Narset decks show up, though, then it, it's more awkward. So, um... What card? Know, so, yeah, question. I mean, if they if they like... Nar- sorry, if they like Saheeli... Uh, combo decks more in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, what sideboard card would you be playing against them? Ooh, so discard's good. I think that you could play Sorcerer's Spyglass. That's reasonable, although it's mm-hmm. not the best into Teferi. Maybe unless you you know play it first, naming Teferi. Mm-hmm. Is a thirty of the consoles just not good anymore? They can still win through that. Hmm, that's an interesting one. I think that. For the Japan red decks, it's reasonable enough that you'd bring in Authority of the Consoles. I don't know if we'd bring it in against um, the more burn-heavy versions. Mm-hmm. So I don't hate that. Um, yeah, you could do that. I don't think that things like... Um, what is the the creature? Uh, 
Thalia. I don't think Thalia quite does the job that you'd want her to, especially out of something that's not otherwise playing a lot of creatures. Mm-hmm. If she was two mana, maybe, but not three yeah. mana. Yeah. Probably too slow. So, mono red aggro. Esper control is probably going to be there. Probably some dredge. Probably mm-hmm. some combo decks like either Sahili or the Bat Nexus. Yeah, probably both. <laughs> I always see a lot of blue red insole as well at these bigger events. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. That's another one that has always been pretty much right there with the mono red decks. Mm-hmm. So what 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 deck choice would you make then? So we talked about like what, what we're going to expect. So what would you bring? What would you play at this event and why? I mean, personally, I would want to bring the the um, Ascendancy combo just because no one over there knows it or would expect it. I think that makes it would very powerful for the first kind of tournament like that. Uh, I know you're probably not going to do that. I would expect... Oh, you know, it is tough to say. With all that red, I'd want something that's targeting that. I wouldn't hate going an Esper. I wouldn't hate going a very con- uh, removal-heavy, like a Grixis, maybe. Although Grixis mm-hmm. has trouble with Planeswalkers, so that's awkward. Hmm. If you were going to play the Ascendancy combo deck, would you yeah. play the uh, the new Teferi to kind of make it impossible for them to lock down your, your combo? Just like you'd use it to protect Sahili combo, would it be as effective or more effective in a Jeskai Ascendancy deck? It could be worth trying. I haven't personally tried that. I, I think I've got it in the sideboard and haven't gotten the chance to bring it in, um, mm-hmm. just in my testing. I think it's reasonable there. It's not like a, I need it main deck. It, it's it doesn't do everything that your game plan wants it to. Okay. Well, okay, I'm not really sure. I guess I'm not going to run the Proliferation Hardened Scales deck. Hmm. I'm probably either going to try out the the uh, Abzan, maybe an Abzan Aggro, or sorry, Abzan Midrange, or a the uh, the other deck that I was thinking about, the Marty Aristocrats. Yeah, I think, think Marty Abzan Aristocrats would be good. Legs. If you do want to send me your uh, your list, uh, I'd be happy to give comments on what uh, what that looks like. You change, yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm glad we had a chance to talk about the meta after a long time. Hopefully, I can get a little bit more involved in the next season. Definitely. Anything else that you want to mention as a deck that you think might be coming up? I, I kind of have one in mind that a lot of people are talking about. I haven't seen too much outside of what's going on in the meta uh, okay. on, on UOL, so... What are you thinking of? I just think a lot of people have been looking at the idea of the Command the Dread Horde deck because of how good it's been looking in Standard. Mm-hmm. I think that might be something that potentially shows up. So some kind of combo uh, Yeah, I mean, that's not so much a combo deck. as it is really a, you know, it's a value deck. Well, I meant to ask you, I know you were playing the uh, Primeval's Glorious Rebirth. Oh, it's so uh, good. It's so much fun. <laughs> is it, has it gotten better with all of the new Planeswalkers? Oh, absolutely. You know, cheap Planeswalkers, Planeswalkers that stay in play that people don't want to kill because they're like, oh, it's a Narset at one. I'm not going to swing at it with my Siege Rhino. And then mm-hmm. it, you know, turns on Rebirth. All of those, you know, Narset, Teferi, uh, Tamiyo, all of them are really good in that. So if that's a deck, those are definitely in it. I might have to make that one of these days. Huh. All right. I think that's good for me. Thanks for your advice and suggestions. Yeah, I'm sure people who are listening, you're going to have some differing opinions. Make sure to shout out to me at MTG Frontier or find me on Discord. If you're listening to us talk about the meta, you're probably a more serious player. You know, we know a lot of our listeners, so I'm expecting your comments. I can already think of a few people that are going to 
bug me. Um, yeah, if you guys, yeah, yeah if you I was gonna say if, to if Ryan. I said if anybody has any good ideas, uh, any if they've been testing at all or brewing at all during this this last season, and they have some suggestions, please send them my way. You can find me at uh, Yoshwanky on on uh, Twitter, or you can just uh, send them to me at my my blog www.thejapanhobbyist.com. All right, guys, thanks for listening. This was Kevin Finkel one more time with Magic the Final Frontier. We look forward to being your go-to source for frontier information online. Your Final Frontier, signing off.